Hi, I'm Pastor Joel of Heart City Church, and today we come to one of the Pauline Psalms. Now, you may be thinking, Pastor Joel, the Apostle Paul is a New Testament writer, and the Psalms are in the Old Testament. And you're absolutely right, my friend. But Martin Luther called Psalm 143 a Pauline Psalm. Let's see why. Psalm 143. Lord, hear my prayer. Listen to my cry for mercy. In your faithfulness and righteousness come to my relief. Do not bring your servant into judgment, for no one living is righteous before you. The enemy pursues me. He crushes me to the ground. He makes me dwell in the darkness like those long dead. So my spirit grows faint within me. My heart within me is dismayed. I remember the days of long ago. I meditate on all your works and consider what your hands have done. I spread out my hands to you. I thirst for you like a parched land. Answer me quickly, Lord, for my spirit fails. Do not hide your face from me, or I will be like those who go down to the pit. Let the morning bring me word of your unfailing love, for I have put my trust in you. Show me the way I should go, for to you I entrust my life. Rescue me from my enemies, Lord, for I hide myself in you. Teach me to do your will, for you are my God. May your good spirit lead me on level ground. For your namesake, Lord, preserve my life. In your righteousness, bring me out of trouble. In your unfailing love, silence my enemy. Destroy all my foes, for I am your servant. Derek Kidner writes of this psalm, Every phrase here is so heavy with distress that no sufferer need feel unique in what he experiences. This is a psalm of David, yet it is in our Bibles for us as well. You see, in this psalm we're being taught how to come to God when we or perhaps someone we love is called to go through fiery trials. As I was looking through this, I was stunned at how comprehensive this psalm is. In the face of great distress, I count out 15 different requests made of God. Look it over and you'll find petitions to God for mercy, for his presence, for his love, direction, for rescue, guidance, for preservation, for the spirit, for deliverance from enemies that want to destroy. This makes Psalm 143 a wonderful reference for us in teaching us how to pray not just for rescue, but for godliness while living in a fallen world. And there's another thing that makes Psalm 143 so helpful. It's a psalm that Luther called Pauline because there is nothing of entitlement in it. David said in verse 2, Do not bring your servant into judgment, for no one living is righteous before you. He's asking for mercy. David does not expect God to help him because he's worthy or deserving, and neither should we, my friend. You may have worked hard in your life to get somewhere, and for whatever reason, it didn't work out. You may have been wrongly attacked, accused. You may have just been dealt a bad hand of cards in this life. Of course, we come to God upset about what's going on, but should you ask God to give you what you think you deserve? That, my friend, is a posture we dare not take with holy God. Paul, like Luther, tried to live lives deserving of heaven and both discovered the bad news is that we all deserve hell. We don't want to ask God to give us what we deserve. But the gospel gives us the good news, as Luther noted. He wrote, To those who believe in Christ, there are no works so bad as to accuse and condemn us, 
But again, there are no works so good that they could save and defend us. Our good works do not make God our debtor in any way. But at the same time, God in his righteousness and the righteousness of Christ can and will save and deliver us out of any distress when it is good for our souls and to the glory of our Savior. And this is the proper prayer posture. Did you happen to notice how God-centered David's requests are? He said, In your faithfulness and righteousness come to my relief. For your namesake, Lord, preserve my life. In your unfailing love, silence my enemies. David frames his prayer by saying it's for God's namesake. His reputation is at stake here. Don't gloss over that. David is saying, it's in your best interest, God, to answer my prayer. Now, it's in David's best interest as well, but David has decentered himself. David is not saying, save me, God. After all, I've worked pretty hard. I'm, I'm pretty good. I've done a lot for you. No. David says, preserve your great name as the righteous, faithful God of unfailing love who shows mercy to those who look to you. And that is how our prayer should be. God-centered, seeking God's glory. God, after all, sent his son Jesus to die to be our righteousness. So do you really want to try and plead your own? And it is out of the loving heart of God that he now invites you to experience the ultimate joy of his glory as he works to make you like his own beloved son. My friend, remember who you are and who you belong to.